Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends. Welcome back to Hachzeik, Eredil Liman, and Mrs. Asharim. We are up to Daily 96 today. Um, previously on Hachzeik, we were discussing the things that we should be thinking about in order to engender fear within ourselves, fear being a key element to successfully achieving uh, a level of Hasidus and in, in, in action, doing things in the right way. The manner in which we do things should be filled with fear and love of Hashem. And just as a correction, yesterday I mistakenly said that yesterday the the thinking about Hashem's Romus, Romus Yisbarach, and the Shifl Sa'adam were two sides of the same coin. That's really thing number two to think about, but I, I was mistaken. Those are number two and number three, because the Ramchal said there are three things to think about in order to engender fear in man, specifically related to when standing in front of him in tefillah. The first one was to think about Hashem's Mamish in front of you. And then the second was to think about Romus Yisbarach, the grayness, the loftiness of Hashem. And then on the flip side, number three was to think about the lowliness of man, and all those things would engender true fear in the heart of man, which would result in an external um, expression through, like we discussed, like a, a servant in front of a great master uh, as a small, you know, humbled, um, bashful servant when we come before Hashem in tefillah. And then right today, we're going to discuss the third aspect of Yeras Aromus, which is uh, the Indian of bearing kavod to Hashem and his mitzvahs. Until then, we've discussed the idea of lowering ourselves, feeling submissive and bashful in front of Hashem. Now we'll talk about another element of this, which comes to honoring Hashem, not just feeling lowly, but amplifying, honoring, bringing glory to Hashem. As we'll see. The importance of the value and the um, the esteem that we're supposed to bring to Hashem's mitzvot is very clear in Chazal. V'amru says in Nazir, Zekeli v'anveyu. From the Pasuk, Zekeli v'anveyu, we see in Seyed Nazir, this is my God and I shall beautify him. Es no'el lefonov v'amitzvot. It means, I shall beautify myself before him through the mitzvot. Doing the mitzvot in a beautiful way. Zekeli v'anveyu is, is Aleph, Nun, Vav, Hey. Vav, right? Anveyu. Lashon of like Noi, Noi Sukkah, Nun, Vav, Yud. The beautification of a sukkah. Tzitzis na, beautiful tzitzis, tefillah na, beautiful tefillah, sefer Torah na, lulav na. When you make a sefer Torah, make it beautiful. Lulav, you should always get a beautiful lulav and esrog, etc. When you do mitzvahs, make sure they're beautiful. Okay, number says in Baba Kama. Chazal tell us, hider mitzvah adshlish. You should spend up to a third more on a mitzvah in order to beautify it. Adkan mishalo. And until that one third that you're spending, that's from your own money that you're spending. And if you're willing to go even above that and spend more than a third more in order to beautify the mitzvah, that'll come from Hashem Himself. That'll come from Hashem Himself. The beautification of mitzvah is, is, is a wonderful thing. Now, some people may argue, and and people, you know, there are cynical people out there, and they see people spending a lot of money on 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 their esrog, on their lulav, on you know, Torah with a beautiful Torah, whatever it is, beautiful silver boxes for the till, let's say. And they may think, oh, you know, Hashem, what is Hashem doesn't need that. that. That seems like more of a, a personal glory thing than a glory for Hashem thing. But comes Aram Khan and says, you're very mistaken to think it that way. It is extremely clear how Chazal expressed the importance of what we're discussing here and what their opinion is on the matter. It's not enough just to do the mitzvah itself. We have to honor and glorify the mitzvah. Beautify it. And they, they, this specifically comes in order to challenge 
that person that wants to make things easier for himself, and he'll say as follows. Someone that does all these beautifications, spends hundreds of dollars on an estrog and beautiful, you know, fill-in cases and like a beautiful mantle for, for, for Sefer Torah. This is all human, you know, seduction of, of, of the heart of vanities and, and, and worthlessness and, and, you know, gaiva of this world. Hashem doesn't care about this stuff. Hashem is well, may beyond any of this. Hashem doesn't appreciate this stuff. Why would, why would, it must be a selfish thing that they're doing this for. And, and as long as someone's doing the mitzvah, and he's, okay, the tefillin, are you doing a bizman? Is the proper shear? Are the, are the partios kosher? Or is, are the truest kosher? Is it a good size? Does it fit your head properly, right? Okay, check the box. Okay, fine. That's all you need, right? I'm numb. I am in truth. What is the truth? Hashem is called and tell him the, the God of glory. And therefore we are obligated to glorify Hashem, to bring honor to him. Even though, of course, we know Hashem doesn't absolutely need, Hashem is perfect, right? Hashem doesn't need our honor. It's not, it's not quote unquote, important or significant in front of him. This is of the Ramchal. Others for him, especially in Chabad, they would say like, no, Hashem does need, right? Whatever that means. But obviously in the, in the truest, truest sense, Hashem doesn't need anything. So the Ramchal over here is addressing that point to say like, what do you mean? Hashem wants our glory, but Hashem doesn't need that at all. No, no, no. Hashem wants it. And out of his absolute kindness, the, the Ramchal himself elaborates on this in the Derech Hashem, that out of Hashem's total kindness, he, he lowered himself and, and told us, I want you to relate to me like a servant to a king, right? To, like a subordinate to a, to a, to a master. So that it gives us the opportunity to work on our relationship with Hashem in that way and to be able to beautify his mitzvahs and therefore develop ourselves in a relationship with him um, through investing in that relationship by, by bringing a lot of beautification to, to Hashem's Torah and mitzvahs. Someone that minimizes this and he says, you know, I could buy more beautiful esker, I could, you know, make a much bigger deal of an Echaz Torah, let's say, but, uh, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't need to. I, I'll, it's, it's enough. It's enough what I'm doing here. No, it's... He's, he's not just saying it's it's not okay. It's like okay, it's neutral. No, he's nothing but a sinner. This is specifically what Malachi criticized when it comes to Kali Yisrael um, in the way they were acting towards Hashem. When you when you bring a, a blind animal for for a carbon to Hashem, is something nothing wrong here? And when you bring a sick animal, a weak animal. Is, is is something wrong there? Present it if you please to your governor, right? Would he be pleased? Would he be would he be happy with you if you brought that? Obviously not. So when it comes to the Melchim we should we should have the the fear and 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 awe and kavod honor of Hashem to make sure that whatever we bring him is the most beautiful thing to whatever extent that we can are able to. Chazal made it very clear to us that we should act in the opposite manner. And they speak about this in the Gemara and Sukkah uh, as an example when it comes to water that's left overnight, which we know, back in the day at least, today a lot of people are still knowing this way. Back in the day, if you left the water out overnight uncovered, Back in the day, there were scorpions, there were snakes, and there was a possibility, chas v'shalom, sakana, danger, that maybe some venom was put in the water overnight when you were when you were sleeping. So therefore, you shouldn't use that next water the next day. You shouldn't drink that water. But there's those who say, if you strain it, and then therefore whatever venom may be in it would be removed, then it would be okay for you to drink that water, let's say. Right? That's the halacha. And the Gemara Sukkot talks about that. 
but it's not just for our own consumption when it comes to the base of Mikdash also Nisachamayim part of the Avodah of the base of Mikdash Nisachamayim the water libation um, specifically on Sukkot is when we did the Nisachamayim so there water that's left over also you weren't allowed to use in the base of Mikdash and don't think that you can strain it like it would be for the use of a personal person. Nehemiah, the Tana would say, if you did if you did strain it, it would be allowed for a person, but you still can't use it for Nesachamayim in the base of Mekdash. Which is like what we're saying. Fine, for a person, a general person to read it, it's okay. But it's like, the same thing for, for, for Hashem, for Nesachamayim in the base no. Does Rabbi Nehemiah not, this Tana, subscribe to the, uh, the, the disqualifying this water that was left overnight, even if you strain it, by saying, present it if you please to your governor? They say the same idea. Would he be pleased with you or show, show you favor? No. Same thing with a with dignitary. You wouldn't take that water and, like, and, and sift it and be like, oh, I know it left overnight. I know there's generally a, a, a risk that there's venom in it, but like, I sifted it for you. Here, governor. Here's, here's the sifted water that was left out overnight. No, you'd say, no, I'm getting you a fresh, a fresh cup of water. Of course, Kavachom or Koshikin for the Shem. We wouldn't. We wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't give him just the sifted water, strained water. We would give him a fresh, fresh water from the Nisachamayim. Reina. So let's 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 analyze this a bit. See, Machi Sarun Yesh B'Mayim Shenestanenu Kvar Mutarim Him Lehadiot. I filtered the water, right? I strained it. It's already allowed for me to drink it. We're not afraid of the sakana for me to drink it. So what's, what's wrong with it? Vafilu Hachi Asurim Him Legavoa Mishum Sheino Derech Kavod. Nevertheless, even though I can drink it, it's usher to put on the mezmeach. Because for Hashem, we go above and beyond. We, we at, at, out of reverence of Hashem, we give him only the best. Beautif- beautification of the mitzvahs as much as we possibly can. We also see in the Sifri and Devarim, when the verse says, it shall be that the place where Hashem, your God, will choose to rest his name, there you shall bring everything that I command you and the choicest of your vow offerings. When Hashem tells us to bring or uh, when, we, when we can nadava, we say, I vow that I'm going to bring, you know, my value, Erech or I want to bring this animal, an, an animal, Tashem. We're supposed to bring the choices, the best possible animals. Some of you may already be thinking about a very famous story in, in, in Chumash related to this, which the Rebbechal is about to, to tell us. Like we know, famous story of Kain and Hevel. Where Hevel, Hevel brought from the, the choicest of his flock. Right, but Cain he made up solus mipriha but Cain brought from the the less inferior stuff of uh, the fruits of his land. So just to make a point, some people may think like, oh, the the, the reason why Hashem turned to kifir sochem um sorry, the reason why Hashem turned to Hevel's carbon and not Cain's is because Hevel brought from his flock. That's that's chashav, but Cain only brought from his his, his fruits and vegetables. It's not chashav. It's not. That's not why. That that's each of their avodah. What, Hevel was was he was a herdsman. He he dealt with with sheep and cattle, and um, the sheep and and Cain was the man of the field. So, if Cain would have brought the choicest of his field, then he would have been Hashem theoretically would have turned to him as well. Uh, but the problem was that he didn't give the choices. That was the key. What happened to Cain and Hevel? Hashem turned to to Hevel's carbon, but he didn't turn to Cain's carbon. Also, it says in Malachi, when it comes to people bringing inferior animals as carbonos, cursed to be the charlatan who has a superior ram in his flock, but vows and sacrifices a blemished animal to the Lord. For I am the great king, says Hashem. 
master of legions, and my name is awe-inspiring among the nations. If you have the ability to do something more beautiful, to go above and beyond in that way, when it comes to the, any mitzvah that we're doing, we should do it. And this is a really important thing when it comes to, you know, just our own avoda, but not to judge others. And the Ramchal addresses this specifically. And he says, Chazal make it very clear. Don't look at another person that seems to be investing, let's say, spending a lot of money uh, to do to beautify a mitzvah. Uh, when it, again, Lulav and Esra, when it comes to uh, tefillin, even tefillin bag, uh, talis, a tar of a talis. It's very easy. And listen, I, I, live, I live in the five towns. I, 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 it's, it's Baruch Hashem. Hashem has blessed these communities with a lot of affluence. And people have the opportunity to beautify their mitzvahs. And I've seen people can, now because of this too over the years, it's something that I've worked on over time. People can look at, at some people that are, let's say, of, of means that are able to beautify their mitzvahs. And they say, oh, that's selfish. That's gaiva. It's, that's not our job to judge another person. We should never judge another person. It's our job to be done the and assume these people are, are trying, trying to keep to the 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 beautification of mitzvos, the opportunity to beautify a mitzvah for Hashem, to bring Hashem more covet, more glory through through our mitzvos. What a beautiful opportunity! We should always be done the and assume the best intentions of anyone. It's only for the glory of Hashem, of course, and we should do it for ourselves too, whatever, to whatever even little extent that we can, to beautify our mitzvos, to bring the choicest of ourself. Again, when it comes to money, when it comes to our focus, when it comes to our time, our, our energy, and tefillah, even we should always think, what would I would I would I be willing to bring this? Offering again, we could be talking about a, a mitzvah, we could be talking about our our tefillah, whatever it is, to even a melch basar adam. But would I? Would that be kavodik? Would that be honorable for them? If not, then kolshik we wouldn't be honorable for Hashem. We should do whatever we can to bring Hashem the most possible, possible honor. Halvay, we should be zochet to beautify our mitzvahs to the greatest extent possible, and Hashem never judge another person for their beautification of mitzvahs. Only think the best of people and just see the beauty and, and praise. The, the, the beautification that other people do for Mitzvahs and all the cover that they bring to Hashem. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.